Greetings and welcome to MTG Profits, your weekly podcast about all things magic and uh, especially uh, relating to magic and finance. I am your host, Devin, as always, joined by my co-host, Andy. Hey, everybody. We are on episode number 50, and uh, we just wanted to point you in the direction of the website at mtgprofits.com. Also, if you want to join our uh, 52 uh, week or our 50 52nd episode giveaway, please feel free to send an email with the uh, in the subject line contest to mtgprofits at gmail.com. It's mtgprofits at gmail.com. And we'll make sure to send you out some goodies. And. Um, uh, it's a little bit of a not a big busy news week. It doesn't seem like to me. We've we've got uh, the hype train is in full force now for uh, uh, Commander nineteen already. baby, it's coming out uh, next week, the twenty third. It drops. Absolutely, it's uh, coming right around the corner. So uh, uh, the people are going crazy already. The the Reddit's and it's uh, apparently going to be a a, uh, a, a heavily sought after. Uh, commander, unlike the 2018. So, uh, I don't know if you saw some of the expected values. Uh, looking pretty high, actually. Uh, yeah, absolutely. From what I saw, you know, uh, pretty pretty high on the the value levels there. Yeah, we've got. Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the eBay pricing, but it's already close to 170 a, a for a. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Price. Yeah, eBay yeah. auctions about 169 or so. Yeah. yeah. So. It's pretty, pretty high, hefty. yeah. For uh, four decks, basically, that's. Uh, yeah. I, I guess that's a little bit over MSRP. Although I guess I shouldn't say the word MSRP. There's no such thing anymore now. Well, yeah, but, no, no. Which is a <laughs> kind of BS, honestly. But uh, uh, yes. <laughs> but um, so I uh, I dropped in my order for a couple of those. Not at the 160 mark though, but uh, I ordered from uh, the Rudy, the Rude dude, <laughs> and uh, was. Scarfed a couple of those. We'll see how quick I can turn them around. But uh, still holding on to the 2018s. They haven't appreciated nearly as much as as they typically do a year out. So I may have to wait a little bit longer on that. Yeah. I am patient with the Commander. I am confident in its ability to climb. It's one of Magic's uh, evergreen products. It's a decent one. They, They don't seem to really screw it up too bad. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that's always been one of your kind of, uh, I guess, priority buys at uh, the Commander product each year. Yeah, it's always like a go-to for me. It's like it never seems to lose. You know, even the bad decks seem good. Like I remember, man, do you remember when um, the the monocolor Commander decks came out and how like people crapped all over them because everybody hated it. The monocolor, mm-hmm. they were like the red one, the green one, the blue. You know, they had one one for each color. I remember I was buying those bad boys up for like $13 a box. Oh, my God. Now, not a four or five pack, but I mean per individual box. But yeah, yeah. I remember I bought like six Doretti's for like, I mean, the Doretti red red one from mm-hmm. $13. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. 13 bucks for that. And then I sold them on average for like 35 you know. But uh, the blue one, I got one of the blue ones for 11 bucks field wow. not you know just for me but just people trying to dump them you know yeah yeah so it's like it just seems like if you can get it in a good price eventually they'll they'll creep up so yeah i mean geez that's a that's a deal yeah and i know uh speaking of uh commander we've we've got uh, a, a commander special episode for you yep, Andy and commander. I have, uh, yeah got some got some picks for you before we uh, get into the picks, I, I wanted to mention the one one news item that uh, I had. It, it kind of goes back to what we talked about last week. Uh, we can't go. We seemingly can't go a week without a pro cheating. Oh, and we got another cheating. We face? got another uh, uh, cheating face uh, alert. Exactly. Cheating <laughs> 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 face detected. <laughs> And uh, so this will be the third week in a row, I believe. Uh, wow, three times uh, the winner here. Yep, three, uh, three in a row. Uh, this uh, the third separate cheater, and um, this is a name that uh, even uh, even not even uh, I would say a more casual player may have heard of. It's the the, the known by the player known as PV. The Palo Vito Demo de Rosa. He that uh, does sound familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, 
He's a, 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 a typically a well-regarded player, similar to the Yuya. You know, was was real well-regarded till he got caught on camera cheating. And uh, this this is funny because um, apparently people enjoy the, and like the PV. So it's funny the response has been a little bit different for him. So uh, people are uh, so let me uh, I guess describe the cheat and what happened. And, sure. Um, and um and let the listeners be the judge as to how egregious the cheat was but okay. um so they were uh, it was he and uh gosh I can't even remember who his opponent was but also another pro player and okay. um the uh the uh player against PV had pl- played the um oh my goodness what's that uh spreading seas the uh, that turns okay. it turns the land into a basic island yeah. And uh, he played Spreading Seas on PV's, uh, I believe, his white-green mana source, okay? Mm-hmm. So he had a, a dual land that was white and green. And so, like, basically almost right when the guy cast the spell, uh, PV kind of picked up, uh, the, you know how sometimes the lands get stacked, you know? Yeah, sure. Like, you may have tapped, like, two whites, so you put them off to the right, and then three that are colorless, and they're a little bit off to the left. So uh, he had the, he had two little separate piles of mana, and um, and the guy cast his uh, spreading seas on the on the white green source, mm-hmm. and so PV uh, then straightened out his cards and in the process picked up the spreading seas the and the two lands that were in that one pile that the guy cast the spell on, and he put it instead instead of being on the green white source he put it on the blue red source, so he shifted. The, where the card was on, so he basically hmm. like he put, he moved it to a different card, and um, and uh, it was caught on camera, and the player caught it too. The uh, <laughs> the player across the table caught it and called him on it, and um, so he said so he moved the spreading seas onto a different card different, than it was different land exactly. Okay. okay. So he basically tried to cheat by putting spreading seas somewhere else. Okay. You know? And um, so he did get caught instantly, and uh, I guess nothing really big happened. But uh, again, it was a, a pretty blatant cheat, caught on camera, mm-hmm. and um, and people are like, "Oh, it was just a simple mistake." You know, he moves these cards all the time, so it was like it was just a handling error, and blah blah blah. But honestly, it's still a cheat. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. oh. You know, that would be like, oh, I'm going to cast a, an Oblivion Ring on your Emrakul, but then instead uh, I just shift it over to one of my tokens instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it's not it's not as, I guess, brutally awful as some of the other cheats, like marking sure. the cards or, you know, uh, digging things out of your grave and flopping out extra lands and stuff. But uh, it's still, it's still, I would call it still a cheat, you know. And, oh, absolutely. And, yeah. You know, so, but uh, so that was uh, the weekly cheaty face report. Oh, right. cheaty face is another <laughs> caught on camera here. Exactly, exactly. So was this during some sort of tournament, or what was the the you, avenue here? You know what? Let me double check and see if I can, I see if I can pull it up here. It was. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming this wasn't some casual. Just so this was playing. Let me see. It was playing against Raphael Levy with a Coco deck. Um, let's see. It was a feature match. Trying to figure out where the what the tournament was. Uh, I'm gonna have to dig through this and see. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it, but it it was some sort of paid event. So yeah, yeah. They were in round four. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the screenshots now. I'm trying to figure out where the. Oh, okay. It was a modern tournament. Uh, well, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I guess I was just trying to understand the venue there. That uh, so this this was kind of an official event. That wasn't some sort of casual. Oh play no, it was not like a that. casual game. You know, in a casual yeah. game, you know, I would I would probably cut you a little more slack but uh yeah still just just don't like to see the cheating it's freaking terrible yeah yeah especially you know if this is you know someone of a pro level and yeah you know you're you're shifting cards trying to be deceptive 
you know, it's it's funny because you have like some of these pros coming out saying how they dislike Arena so much, and you wonder if this is the reason why is because they can't cheat anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like what was it, uh, Eric Froelich or whatever, you know, commonly known as Efro, saying he he doesn't care for Magic Arena, he doesn't think he's going to be playing much of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, these kinds of things, and it makes you wonder if it's because. They, they can't cheat effectively, but they can't really cheat at all. So, you know, it makes you wonder if that's why, if that's why, uh, what's her name? Autumn uh, Bur- mm-hmm. Burkett or whatever yeah. ha- has um, like busted onto the scene out of nowhere and is actually continuing to do well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, out of someone out of relative obscurity without a very high uh, ELO rating is all of a sudden crushing it because yeah. maybe these people that have historically been very sort of highly ranked got there by cheating. You yeah, know? I mean, it's possible. Or like a substantial amount of them may have got there by cheating, you know, which is, um, which is maybe quite plausible at this point based on the frequency and severity and amount of cheating that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does seem fairly frequent. Maybe it's not that far fetched. Maybe. You no. Know? Hmm. But uh, so that was a cheaty face of the week. The cheaty face of the week. <laughs> so I, I hope to be able to one that. day to stop be able to stop. I hope to be able to stop bringing cheaty face of the week news stories forward. I, I, I it, well, it, you know, wherever you know, there's a game where people are playing and competing, there's always going to be a cheater. I, I guess so. It's just I don't think you can ever uh, eliminate that entirely. Someone's yeah. always going to think they're smarter than everybody else or whatever. Try and get away with it. I'm, like, well, I'm, I'm too good. I'll get away with it or whatever. Yeah, maybe. You're, you're probably right. There's probably something to that. So. I think, too, the one cool thing about Arena as well is that, you know, it, it's kind of an equalizer. You know, it's it's everybody can, uh, you know, has the same kind of access to the cards. Um, yeah. I, yeah. No, they they have access to the same rule set, uh, same governance, uh, you know, same events. I mean, it, it's. I don't think maybe um, you know. I, I guess at that point, it, maybe it leans more toward experience uh, as a, a determining factor on some of these games. But I don't know. I think it's it's certainly a more equalizing factor. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's a re- I think it's a reasonable observation. Yep. Absolutely. I, I like that about it. So. I think that's good. I, I think that gives it more of a chance. And, you know, it's like we said before. I, I wish that you've got a, a, a uh, an application here now that for playing Magic Online. And why not open it, it up to tournament versions or, or have greater uh, game styles or, or whatnot, you know? And because, and, like, before it was like, well, you know, if you have... Uh, uh, you know, X number of wins, or you're in the, this percentage, then you get to compete in these extra events. Well, you know, you've got it. The technology is there that everybody can compete. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. And that's the that's the beauty of something like this is that you could take anybody and they'd have a chance to play. But, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it, it evens the playing field a little bit, so it's definitely a good thing. Yep. So. Excellent. So that was that was really the only uh, news I had, other than uh, maybe wanting to talk a little bit about the commander. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the big thing. So you know, when you're when you're done, you know, cheating in your tournaments, you can go now and, and buy <laughs> uh, some the new uh, Commander 2019 cards. Uh, I think we're we're fully spoiled at this point. I believe so. Yep. I yeah. believe full spoilers are out. So. Any uh, overall thoughts on the on the the cards? You know, I, I some of them I like a lot, and some of them are just sort of blah to me. I, I'm not super excited. I don't know if I'm just getting, uh, I guess, just used to these products, and they don't, I guess, surprise or delight as much anymore, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, like some of the best cards are things like the Soul Ring and, the you know, the Command Tower, yeah. things like that, you know, and they come out every single time, so I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm, I've seen that, you know? nice and everything but um 
I will say that the a lot of the excitement around these cards seems to be uh, based on the uh, commanders themselves and the uh, alternate commanders. The uh, multicolored yeah. cards uh, sure. seem to be uh, where the, where the the dollars are at, so to speak. So yeah. it'll be curious to see how that holds. But um, but uh, yeah, I have a yeah. couple of couple of picks of cards that I like and cards yeah. that I, I think. Are, are maybe slated to go up, or cards that I just like in general and, and would mm-hmm. like to own and, and play with. So Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, looking at the cards as a whole, I'm not not really impressed by them. I, I feel, you know, it's a lot of reprints. Um, it's a lot of... Me- these mechanics are really not my favorite mechanics. Um, you know, some of these are fairly recent cards. Uh you know, I think where this shines is, like you said, it's it's the commanders that are interesting. Uh, some of the other multicolored cards are are good. Um, you know, and there's some nice little callbacks to other parts of Magic history, but I I, I don't know. Overall, I, I'm not I'm not terribly impressed. Yeah, I'm not like super excited. I'm not sitting here thinking like, wow, I can't wait to buy these and and play with them. It's more like, no, I'm going to buy them and hold them and then sell them later because I don't care about anything in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess as to, as to, as a, a caveat, I'm not a big commander player, so True that. none True of that. these cards really Call hold as much, yeah, as much attention to me. Yeah, uh, yeah I feel you there. I, they, they, the commander games just take too long. They're just so lengthy and, and, and arduous. You know, unless it's like super fast and brutal with some awful combo that's broken, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's not my favorite format. To I mean, I, I love multiplayer games, but, um, you know, as far as commander specifically, like you said, it's just too long. And what I usually see happens is it's just a kind a, of a build up until a, somebody gets their combo. Exactly. A build up to the combo, then it, it, it rapidly disintegrates after that. Exactly. There's not as much give and take. It's more like I'm gonna de- I'm gonna d de- myself up and and get behind my wall and then just wait. So. So with that uh, unbridled enthusiasm, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, uh, what you want to take a look at each of the colors and maybe get yeah. a picture too in, in those yeah. colors? Let's, let's do that. Uh, what do you, you want? Wanna... What color you want to go with first? You want to uh, Let's see. Um... Yeah, blue is fine, or uh, the, the first set on my list was white, but we can, okay. wherever you want to start. Let's hit the white. My, okay. um, I'll let you, I guess, uh, hit it off. With, All yeah. right. Uh, I had you know four on my list of, of cards that I like, but I, I tried to, in each of those cate- in each category, uh, just to pick one all-star or one favorite. I did the same. Yeah, I tried to keep it to one. So my my uh, all star pick, uh, and this is just because, you know, on this one I, I was looking for just something interesting, something different. Uh, you know, a lot of reprints in here. We've got some dinosaurs. We got the ghostly prison. We've seen that lots of times. Yep. Uh, you know, some of these angels, etc. The only thing really really new out here that, that I saw was the doomed artisan. Oh, and okay. uh, two colorless, one white, and uh, it just had the the rings of some sort of combo or something that could be broken. There was something else in this in one of these commanders too that would have I'm trying I'm forgetting now that would have worked well with this guy. Uh, but uh, he's a one one creature. Sculptures you control can't attack or block. Well, first off, I don't think we've ever seen sculptures uh, as a, a uh, thing. Yeah, as a type. And then uh, at the beginning of your end step, create a colorless sculpture artifact creature token with this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of sculptures you control. Uh, you know, it's kind of a weird, weird thing. I, I think it's definitely going to be a combo kind of thing, or you're going to use that in some sort of artifact capacity. Uh, but um, it, it just, just seemed unusual to me. Uh, it is a little bit different. Yeah, I, I don't think this is something that's going to you know, go crazy with some, you know, right, right. with yeah, there's someone's going to have some unstoppable combo or anything like that. Uh, but it's a very, it's a pretty cheap pick. It's so far, it's it's um, it's trending at about a dollar sixty or so. Uh, I can definitely see that going up. Um, 
you know, just something different. I, like I said, I always kind of look for something different here. And when everything else here seems kind of the same and reprinted and whatnot, uh, yeah, it's just I, something little, little for. special. My, uh, my follow, my, um, I guess my secondary ones here, uh, uh, let's see, what was it? Mandate of Peace, uh, Song of the World, Soul, and Thela's Geist Collar. Okay. Very good. Oh, decent ones. I like yeah. probably of those, I like Thela's Geist Collar, the, the second most, uh, second best. Uh, but those were all kind of the backup ones. I see. One of your backups was, was my primary. I actually uh, went for the Mandate as my number one pick. Okay. The uh, this is a two mana instant uh, rare, and it says uh, you may cast the or cast the spell only during combat. So it's an instant. So it's when your opponent attacks you, you cast the spell and it ends the combat phase. And the beautiful part is your opponents can't cast spells this turn. So mm. if they were going to attack and then cast a spell on their second main phase, not today, buddy. buddy they yeah. just wasted their turn. A lot of people, and I mean a lot of people will attack first and then play out their creatures. Yep. That is the most common and typically the correct way to play. You don't drop yeah. your creatures and then attack. You nah. swing and then drop your creatures. Yep. So not only did you fog, not only are his creatures still tapped, but now you take no damage and his turn is wasted, all for two mana. So, and in a multiplayer game, that's kind of brutal when your critters are tapped down and you thought you were going to lay out some damage, and now all of a sudden, everybody attacks at you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, it's, I thought that, I think that's a powerful card. At $2, I, I think this one's got a little bit of room to run. I think this one's pretty powerful. Although, I guess it's only, I guess, legal in Commander. So, yeah. it doesn't have another format to live on in, but, uh, Boy, this is a good one, though. I don't think people realize how good it is. I think this one goes up. And I, I think for those reasons I stated it, I, I could see a clear desire to have this card in your deck because it plays the politics game, it saves yep. you damage, and it wastes somebody's freaking turn. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it does so many things. So I think this is probably a 4 to $5 card. Uh, I, I see this card being worth more than 2 by a pretty good by a pretty good margin. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I like that uh, your opponents can't cast spells this turn. Yeah, it's great. It really shuts everybody down. Very good, yeah. I mean, it's just fabulous. So, nice. so that's my uh, pick for white. White pick. The, the uh, Mandate of Peace. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, I've got blue next on my list. All right. Let's, uh, let's see. Blue once again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The more of the same kind of things from before. More more reprints. Uh, some some nice things here. The Willbender is back. Um, oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> we have some other interesting some new cards here. Some shape shifter type things. Um, I like the thought sponge, just the artwork on it. I like yeah. the art on that one. Yep. Yeah, I like any any That's of the little octopus art. Like looks good. The little little sponge is like busy sucking on some, <laughs> something up there. I don't know. Uh, I, think, I think actually that's its head. The the the, the that you're seeing. I think the uh, you're seeing the mouthpiece of the octopus, and that's the brain behind it. That's the cephalopod part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mouth in the in the front there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The part that looks like a brain is like his big bulbous head. His little bulb. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> full of full of plus one counters and cards. I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, once again, of these, I there's nothing that really impressed me a lot. A lot of kind of overall good things, but not. You know, nothing really outstanding. I, I went, you know, honestly, I, I just went with an old favorite on this one. Um, I did too. Mm -hmm. I went with the um, the clever impersonator. Oh, uh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We have a Ding, time. ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's unusual for us to pick the same card. Wow. It, it, it is. It is. Yeah, that's only happened like one other time. I think so. And it was the, uh, it was the, uh, the green, the new green one. The green, the, that one, uh, he's like, uh, hex proof, and um, he, then you can pump him to give him either vigilance. Uh, oh, that's right, that's them. right. The uh, like the Thragatusk thing, but not. It was, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Yep, I can't, mm -hmm. I can't think of the name, but yeah, but yeah, this is uh, the clever. It's good. Yeah. I mean, he's Fortacast. 
and and becoming enter the battle fleet as a copy of any non land permanent. Wow, freaking great! You know, I can't believe that this card is not more expensive. This card, and this, I don't know if you remember, this card I picked like many, many episodes ago. This mm-hmm. was like a episode five pick for me, like way back when, uh, I think when cons was rotating out or yeah. something. It was like, I, I don't know, it's been a long time ago. But um, this card is freaking fantastic. I, I don't know why it's not more expensive. It's so freaking good. It, I mean, wow, any non-land permanent. Whoa, that's anything. (laughs) Yeah, you got an artifact, you got an enchantment. This card is phenomenally good. It's exactly what you want in a multiplayer game. Somebody's got a huge creature, now you have a huge creature. Somebody's got some awesome artifact, you've got their awesome artifact. Somebody's got the privileged position, that wretched card, then now you have the privileged Mm -hmm. position. You know, it's like, it's so good. I I don't know why it's only three bucks. So, uh, I remember thinking at the time, like way, way back, it was two bucks. And I thought, this card this card's a five dollar card, easy. Yeah, it, never it, ever got that high. Amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm a little astounded too why it hasn't uh, yeah. ramped up more. But well, it is good. I mean, that's all there is to it. Just awesome. Yeah, great card. My my only uh, my only second place one on this one was uh, I guess just for newness value the um, the wall of stolen identity. Uh, it was kind of fun. It okay. was a, a shape shifting wall where it could turn into a a copy of a creature, uh, and then it taps that creature down. Yep. Yeah, not bad. Eh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no no clever impersonator. But no. Still good. No. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a strong feeling we're going to pick the same one on this one. Oh, let's boy. Go to, let's go to black. All right. I, I think oh, in black. Yeah. I don't know. I may pick something else. Really? Yeah. Wow. I I was talking about this card with someone else the other day, and they they were blown away by it. And wow, this thing is amazing. Uh, let me find him here. Uh, where are you, buddy? Um, do, do, do. there he is. I was actually reading his history. Uh, recently, there was a good article about like the. I think it was uh. On the goldfish, I think so. On the goldfish, about kind of the uh, the lore with each of these kind of um, you know legendary cards, uh, and this guy was mentioned. Oh, really? uh, and this is a uh, Crick, son of Yagmoth. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. You know, he I, I, is awesome. Uh, he he is he is awesome, but I I don't know if he's worth his dollars. I I have him on my list. He is my my singular solitary instant sell. I, I have him on yeah. my sell list, not my buy list. Hmm. He is the only card that I have as a hard sell for the entire set really? that's being released. Yeah, at twenty eight bucks. This is oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would definitely sell him off. I, I mean, I'm sure he'll drop once he actually, you know. Yeah, that's true. If you got your hands on this bad boy and he's selling for that kind of money, you dump his ass instantaneously because. You could go to Walmart and buy another freaking box for thirty nine bucks and get all ninety nine remaining cards for effectively eleven dollars. So you buy, you sell, you buy, you sell. If if I could waltz into a Walmart and buy every single one of these decks, that's exactly what I'd be doing. I would be cracking this for the arbitrage in the box. You know, yep. it's like. But um, I mean, he's good. He's like the two two life linker. It's a 2-2 uh, lifelink. It's everything Phyrexian mana, I believe. Yeah, basically with every th- for each uh, uh, swamp in its cost, you may pay 2 life rather than pay that mana. So yeah, he turns all swamps, basically, uh, swamp costs into Phyrexian mana. And then whenever you cast a black spell, put a plus 1, plus 1 on him. And he has lifelink as well. And he has lifelink. And his casting, co- ca- uh, casting cost himself is 4 colorless and 3 uh, Phyrexian <laughs> Mana. That's the part that I hate is his cost is so extreme. I mean, it is extreme. Seven, you know, seven mana is a really a lot. You know, and granted, you could take six life and pay four. Which, mm-hmm. even that's really pretty steep. I mean, that's you know, that's more than a quarter of your life to get his butt out. You know. Yeah. So but, I, 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 uh, he's good, but he I, is I, super powerful. <laughs> I'd sell him at twenty eight and buy him at. Oh a, yeah, I'd still I'd still dump him. <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. I'm curious then, what was your 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 pick then? You know, this pick is like a, is a is a fun pick, and um, 
it's it's also like super cheap right now and it's one of the more it's a little uh the bane of the living he's uh you drop him face down for three colorless you turn him face up for two black and x and he does uh um, all creatures get minus X minus X until end of turn when he flips up. So okay. he does like a little board wipe when he comes up based on however much. You oh can. yeah, yeah. He was a, a Kamagawa one, wasn't he? Um, God, I don't even know. I don't know if I've ever seen this thing before. Um, <coughs> Let me see. Um, I think he might be new. Let's see. Well, what did I mistype it? B A N E of the. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. He, he's not Le- bad. Oh, he's uh, back in Legions. Wow, Legions, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. going way, way back. Some terrible art back in the day. It's like a giant caterpillar. It's really weak. <laughs> the uh, new art, I will say, is an upgrade over the old art in this case. But uh, uh, I do like it. He looks like a big little. little it's like, a, thing. it's like a vicious caterpillar. The old caterpillar looks like the standard green style caterpillar with uh, yeah. just a, a black color. But um, yeah, I just like what it does. I like I like how it does board wipe, and I like how you get con- to control how powerful the board wipe is. You know, so if you want to do one, one minus one minus one, you know, minus two minus two minus four minus four, you get you know you pick based on how much you want to pay. So I kind of like that. So that's yeah. my my pick for black. Nothing, nice. too, but you know, thirty-four cents. It's a pretty fun card. I could definitely see myself having a lot of fun with that thing. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. My um, my secondaries were uh, the Bone Miser, Miser, yeah. uh, Nightmare Unmaking, Champion of Stray Souls, and Curse of Fool's Wisdom. Uh, I like those curses. I always thought that was kind of. I I agree. Yep, there. It's a kind of a fun mechanic. Yeah, and this is one with madness too. So, uh, champ player. Whenever champ player draws a card, they may they lose two life. You gain two life. Yep. Good. Yeah, pretty good. And the the miser was a a zombie maker basically. Um, Well, actually, he did a couple things. You discard a creature card, create a two two zombie. Whenever you discard a land, add two black mana. Whenever you discard a non-creature, non-land, draw a card. So yeah, that's pretty fun. Pretty versatile there. Yeah. I like I like that one. Hmm. All Very right. Good. Uh, let's see. I think I'm I'm thinking this next one too. Maybe for me there was a, a pretty clear winner on. Uh, let's go on to red. Okay. Oh, I bet you we have different ones for this. Okay, I, I read. You know, I saw some other people's comments on this, and they had picked this guy, and I I, I agreed on, on this one. Uh, I went for something a little bit different on this, I think. But uh, go ahead and uh, shoot. Okay. Out yeah, yeah. And, and you know, he is. Uh, I guess unsurprisingly, the the most expensive one here uh, right now, uh, and. Uh, that is probably the most elaborate goblin we have ever seen with the uh-huh. Dockside Extortionist. Oh, he was close to being the one on my list, but I did not pick him. But I, I thought he was pretty good, but I didn't he think he was... pretty good. There's one, two, for one colorless, one red mana. When he comes and enters the battlefield, create X treasure tokens, where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control. Wow. I like how it's, <laughs> like how it's all your opponents. You know? Yeah! That's wow. what makes that's what makes this good. Yeah, if it was uh in a one v one this is sucky, but in a multiplayer this is pretty awesome. Oh so. goodness. You know, all those soul rings, all those other mana rocks, all those you know, uh those other tokens. enchantments. Um oh, wow. yeah. this guy is definitely uh, this guy's definitely good. Now I feel that this guy dollar wise at fifteen bucks is probably a little closer to on value than uh, that Kirk was. The uh, yeah, but I, I'd I still be uh, I'd still want not to pick this guy up for this. I'd I'd pay maybe ten bucks for this thing, maybe. But uh, it's a pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I think probably ten. I think he is in a multiplayer. Oh, oh man, awesome! Just awesome. Yeah. You're you're starting with a huge advantage when you when you get all these old treasures pop up. Oh yeah, uh, especially in a commander where you may want you know your things are. You got a really lot of high casting cost things in commander, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like it gets you to the level where you want to be that much faster. So it's it's pretty good. Uh, that's an amazing goblin. Absolutely. 
I had, uh, let me see, let's find my, oh yeah, so this one, this I thought was pretty good. This was um, the Angie's Ravager. Okay, yeah, he was uh, one of my secondaries. Yeah, Yeah. so three mana, three, three, um, attacks each turn if able, and whenever it attacks, you discard your hand and draw three cards. And uh, it also has madness. I really just like this for the hand filling capabilities. Because uh, yeah. I really like to add this into like a red deck wins kind of style where you mm-hmm. burned yourself out. Drawing three cards is pretty freaking bang, and, and it's really hard to do in red. Yeah. So that's why I picked this card. I, I feel that this gives red a tool that red doesn't often have access to, and it doesn't really even cost a lot, you know, because by the time you start rolling in with this guy, you're probably only going to have one card in hand or two, you know, two maybe, mm-hmm. and all, and you're drawing three. Like it, oof, this is a good one. I like this one. He, a lot. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I, I had him on on the, my uh, secondary, and the uh, the other one I had was the uh, the Wildfire Devils. Um, not not as good. When they enter the battlefield, and at the beginning of your upkeep, choose a player at random. That player exiles an instant sorcery from their graveyard. Copy that card, and you cast the copy for free. Okay, that's pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Four mana. Kind of good art on that. I almost feel yeah. like it's a bigger it almost needs a bigger frame to appreciate it. It's one of those that's a little too busy. You know, but it, it but, is. There's a bunch yeah. of devils with yeah. flaming pitchforks. It looks like it would be cool. I just can't I can't fully appreciate the art because I can't see enough of it. But Yeah, it is a little busy. I feel it has potential. Alright, cool. let's see cool. what we got. Uh moving on in the color wheel here. Let's go to green. Okay. Uh, so green. Let's see. I, I was. I thought was green was a little, little lackluster. Little lackluster. I mean, guess I know it sounds repetitive, but once again, a, a lot some old stuff. N- Natuko Vigilante. Good grief. Oh my. Pura Tribelder. Uh, you know that's just a classic uh, commander card. Old, the Tribelder old yeah. stuff. You know, I am not not too impressed with. Um. My number one pick on this was, um, you know, and this was more, I guess, for the commander aspect of it. I, I, I don't probably wouldn't really use this card a whole lot myself, uh, but uh, it was Road of Return, uh, oh. two green mana. Uh, choose one: return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand, or put your commander into your hand from the command zone, or do both. Oh, I see. Entwine. Okay, that's different. Interesting. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's okay. Yeah. Not not stellar, but... No, nothing really jumped out at me on this one. Uh, I'll tell you what, I think... uh, I have kind of what I felt was kind of a juicy pick. It's a little bit of a a busy card, but not too crazy. And um, it's a rare. It's a five mana, uh, two two green, three colorless. And uh, it's a snow creature. It's the Orin Frostfang. I think a nod He's back to the or, uh, back to the Oran Snake and uh, uh, the man, Viper. I think well, the Oran Viper. Yeah, that card was always brutally annoying. Mm-hmm. And uh, this boy makes your whole team annoying. He uh, yeah, he says all attacking creatures. He's two six, and all attacking creatures you have control have death touch. Not only that, whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Yeah. So your boys are getting through because they're little death touchy selves. People hate block and death touch. I know I hate block and death touch. I do. Yeah, so absolutely. Imagine you attack with three or four creatures and you draw three or four cards. You know, man, I love me some card draw, and this card has got card draw written all over it. Oh and yeah, it's, it's the, good. The cost for, for five mana isn't even that high, and the dollar cost at two fifty, I feel, is worth it. So that, that's my uh, my green pick. Nice. My uh, my secondary pick was the. Um, Flenzia Eulogist? Eulogist? Yep. Two colors, one green, three, three. For all you Populate fans out there, two colors, one green, exile target creature card from a graveyard, then Populate. Uh, Uh, I mean, there's always going to be creatures in graveyards. Um, Spending three is a pretty good deal to Populate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I have. Uh, I also have an artifact. Did you choose a colorless card as well? Uh, I 
did. I, I, I've got two more categories here, I guess. Uh, I have colorless and multicolored. Multicolored. I didn't go with the multicolor. I felt there was almost too many good ones. And it was, I found, like, well, I guess too many commander potentials, I guess I should say. Yeah. And uh, so I kind of left that one by the wayside. I will say, of, the, of all the cards that I have chosen, this card by far is my my uh, my winner of cards that you should buy if you can get it at this price. Uh, without doubt, this I am, is my, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious here. I think we're going to go different on this one. Yeah, this is so, my number one pick for the entire set of cards oh, that you okay. should drum roll, please should acquire. <laughs> yeah, this is a very <laughs> high <laughs> confidence <laughs> pick. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a two mana rare. It's two colorless. It is the Idol of Oblivion. This card says tap to draw a card and activate this ability only if you created a token yep. this turn. So tokens are very easy to create. And you basically, when you get to create a token, boom, you're drawing a card. This card is freaking awesome. And not only does it do that, which is just good all by its freaking mm -hmm. self, but you can tap eight, eight colorless, and sack it to get a 10-10 colorless Eldrazi creature into play. So, Idol of Oblivion, $1.50, I would be backing the truck up on this one. This card is yeah. fantastic. The, I love the card draw. It's easy to access card draw. It's hard for them to stop it because it's not on a creature, and all you have to do is yep. tap it. You don't even have to pay. You just tap it. Boom. Oh, we got a token. Tap it. Get a draw card. Yeah. I mean, just awesome. Awesome, awesome. I love this card. At $1.50, I would buy as many as I can get my hands on. So. <sighs> It's really good. Yeah. You said even if you don't do it for the 1010 Eldrazi, just oh. the card draw alone is, is valuable. Yeah. It's very easy to access card draw in any color that you want. You know, it's like, oh, I'm making red red tokens. The hell, I'm even making kobolds. F you, yeah. I'm drawing some cards, bitches. <laughs> I mean, so the, the card draw in any color that's easy to access, this card is is a high confidence pick. So that's, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. This that seems really good. You know, this this is another one that seems kind of an odd assortment of cards. I mean, we had a lot of kind of mana rocks, mana things, soul rings, Van Dynamo, all these lockets and spheres. Uh, yep. Know, uh, uh, the Solemn Simulacrum back again. Again. Yep. Uh, Mimic Vac classic. I do uh, like the Vat. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, you know, nothing like completely, not too many things that were completely new and original. Uh, but the one thing that I picked just because of that was the, uh, the Aeon engine. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Five like colorless. It. Uh, when it enters the battlefield tap, it does something I, I don't know if we've seen before. Maybe not, uh, certainly not that I can recall anyway. Uh, tap it and exile it. Reverse the game's turn order. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a neat thing. I, 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 that was kind of high on my list as well, mostly because of the uniqueness of the effect. Yeah. You know, so that is a, it is a, a, it is different. You know, it's like, oh, now we're going counterclockwise. Yeah, it's something people yeah. might not see coming that could totally affect gameplay. And yeah, I, I think it would be totally, totally awesome if it did not come into play tapped. Because, uh, you know, imagine for how many multiplayer games have come down to the wire, right? Where it's yep. like where there's a kingmaker, you know, and you're, you're, you know, if you could if you could just live one more turn, you could, you know, win the game kind of thing. Yeah. Or or if there's somebody that's got some sort of brutal combo out and you can't deal with it, but one of the opponents can and the yeah. opponent is on the right page with you and they're rocking into them, you know, and you're kind of so all of a sudden. That guy finishes his turn, and then you reverse it, and he gets another turn. Boom! Yeah, you know, yeah. Or, or he gets a turn again soon. You know, before the the troublemaker gets a turn. You know. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh. that'd be awesome. Yeah, the comes into play tap slows that down a little bit, slows its roll. If mm -hmm. it did not come into play tapped, it would probably be broken. You know. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's it's that good of an effect. With the comes into play tapped, I feel it's pretty fair. And uh, with the mana cost, also, I feel it's pretty fair as well, you know, yeah. because I got to tell you, when, if you're on the receiving end of that, of the, the bad receiving end, it's going to suck for you, right? Because imagine mm -hmm. it's just about to be your turn, right? And, and there's four of you around the table. And then all of a sudden the turns get reversed. Oh, man, 
That's really brutal. That's a really that's, harsh hit. That's very tough. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in some respects, that's even worse. It's almost like it's it's almost worse than losing a turn. Almost. It's basically the same type of thing. It's like losing, mm-hmm. a turn, you know, but uh, oof, brutal. brutal. Uh, very brutal. I, I don't think it'll it'll, you know, be a, a high dollar value kind of thing, but it, it certainly has a certainly a unique card and, and definitely has a high fun factor. I agree. Yep, I agree. Yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. So uh, you said you didn't really have any multicolored. I don't. Favorites. No, my uh, my special pick was uh, the the Instacell Crick. The uh, the uh, oh the the yeah, the, of the exactly. And that was my my special, I guess, uh, pick, which wasn't a buy pick but a sell pick. Yeah. So. You know, looking at the commanders, I mean, I, I guess the two that really, well, I guess three things stood out to me. The the two top picks for me, I thought, were the um, the Gurid, Gurid, uh, the Conclave Exile, Gurid, mm-hmm. yep. uh, two five when he enters the battlefield to get a four four Rhino, and then whenever he attacks, populate, and that token also attacks. Yeah, I uh, like that. That's pretty good <laughs> i kind of even like the flavor on him a little bit his it's like he's all you know because he used to be like celestian or whatever you can tell from his little artwork he's got the mm-hmm. celestia belt but he turned like evil and got some red in him and like now he's all aggressive and shit <laughs> yeah yeah you know so it's like you can see why they exiled him because he wants to kill things you know Absolutely. i, I, I kind of like that guy yeah the other ones i you know the other ones didn't really stand out a whole lot to me. I mean, the new vampire and Angie Valkyrath, you know, really great, great card. Uh, you know, certainly for your your madness decks. I mean, and I gotta tell you, I'm surprised that one's not more expensive. That one's like five bucks. Like I felt that one was better than some of the others that are like eleven bucks. You know, I don't know. I don't know why she's so cheap. But really, I'm seeing her for fifteen. Oh really? Oh, hold on a second, and. J-E, Angie Falcon Wrath. Let's see. Oh, my. I wonder if I got confused with the online version. Hmm. I don't know. But that that seems more in line with what I would expect. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah. It's a, good, it's a good card. I really like it. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. The only other one that, you know, kind of stood out for me, and this was just for, for uniqueness sake, I guess, and just for something new, you know it would happen eventually. The, uh, Premacon, the Sky Rampart, the legendary creature (laughs) wall. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. That's a funny one. That's something that we've never seen. The 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 Premacon. The Premacon. Transformacon. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of funny. I wish it had like little eyes or something on it, or like I I I don't know. It would be cooler if it had like a little evil face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was like a mountain, but like the or a wall, and it had like some sort of like face in the wall like, or something. I don't know, sort of gaping maw or something. Yeah, something. You something know? cooler. <laughs> yeah, this just looks like a little crystal, a mirror, like a rainbow crystal. Yeah, yeah, it looks to me like some sort of like Northern Lights kind of thing. Like, yeah, it, it could have been cooler. Let's give it some sort of malefic presence. You know? Yeah, like some. Something cool, evil wall or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> like exactly. Uh, was, I don't know. <laughs> it was different. It was different. Legendary wall. Yeah, I thought so too. Very good. So yeah, so yeah. coming soon. You you've yeah. heard our picks. So if you've been paying attention, uh, white we had uh, mandated peace and doomed artisan blue. Uh, we both were in, in step with this one on the clever impersonator. Black, we had Crick and Bane of the Living, Red, Dockside, uh, Extortionist, and yep. uh, Angie's Ravager. Uh, green was Road of Return and the Ohan Frostfang. In Colorless, uh, that was, was the Idol of Oblivion, and I was going with the Eon Engine. Absolutely. So there we go. Where we think you should look for a commander and make sure you go and buy uh, <laughs> boxes of those. <laughs> Put them in your safe at home. Put them in the safe and sell them later. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Uh, back the truck up on the singles of that um, that freaking uh, 
Where'd oh, the uh, Carrick? The, um, oh, that stupid artifact. Why do I not see it now? Oh, the Oblivion. Um, the, uh, yeah, the Idol, Idol of yeah, Oblivion. The Idol of Oblivion, yep. At a buck fifty, I'm telling you, that thing is not going to stay a dollar fifty for long. So that's a, that's a that's a buy as much as you can get for a buck fifty. So yeah, I'm gonna be, I, I, I will be checking the uh, eBay right now to see if there's any pre-sale prices on that. But I don't know. Sometimes they do pre-sale prices for just these um, the boxes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, releasing the twenty third. Buy it. Buy it, pre-order it now, or wait and try to find it in stores. But exactly, yeah. sure it's on the way. I'm surprised, you know. But now I'm, I'm disappointed. There's no uh, hype for something else, uh, <laughs> like already in process. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You know what? I tell you what they're gonna do. They're gonna have the surprise, the surprise release. So, the Wizards towards the end of the year has always been, uh, at least in the last two years, has, have had uh, late year uh, surprises. So. As, uh, essentially towards the end of the year they they need to kick in for some extra moolah they need to make some cash money by the end of the fiscal year so they got to keep the hasbro overlords uh flush with cash <laughs> so um there's been sort of an end of year surprise each year for the last three years um four years uh, so in the in uh, the, the first time we had a, a a late year surprise it was the october surprise was the uh the Eternal Masters reprint, yep, which yep. destroyed the value of those Eternal Masters boxes, down to uh, in the low hundreds. I want to say a hundred and hundred and forty something, hundred and forty seven mm. bucks. I bought my first box for two twenty three. Bought my second yeah. box after the after the October surprise uh, for one hundred and forty seven bucks. Those boxes are four hundred and fifty bucks now. Wow! So I sold them around unfortunately around 250 to 280 so yeah after it had tanked so long i was afraid i wouldn't even break even so i, I pulled the trigger too early on the sell on those but um and uh the uh the end of year surprise last year was uh ultimate masters mm-hmm. so ultimate masters we only knew that less than a month before it popped out it was like a two two weeks surprise they kept the lid on that really tight uh prior to that year was it um what was the set that came after Conspiracy? Oh, was it? It wasn't Battle Bond. We knew Battle Bond was coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what we didn't know was coming. It seemed they've done it like for the last three to four years. So towards the the later the last quarter of the year, there's something coming out. So don't worry, Wizards will keep your. Uh, they will uh, satiate your hunger for product, guaranteed. Thank, thank goodness. I was gonna get uh, disappointed if I didn't like, get something. <laughs> Like, good God, if there goes a month, I don't have to buy some product. I don't know what I would do with myself. I know. What am I going to do with this money? I save my money? It's like, Wizards, take my money. Take it. Take all of it. (laughs) funny. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Very funny. All right, everybody. All right. With that, as we always say, may your picks always be profitable. We'll catch you guys next week. All right, catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.